Welcome to Wyoming Pathway to Adventure, places to go and ways to enjoy Wyoming's great outdoors. Brought to you by Wyoming State Parks, Office of Outdoor Recreation. Howdy, this is Pathfinder Bruce Shiliano. Pathfinder Linda Fitchie has recently returned from a bighorn sheep hunt and is here to tell us about her experiences. Hello, Linda. Hi, Bruce. Now, drawing a bighorn sheep is difficult at best, and so how did it feel when you found out you were successful? Well, I was reading through my game and fish results using a snotty voice saying, unsuccessful, unsuccessful, successful. And I had to do the what? And then um, I did a double take and looked down at the screen and noticed it said bighorn sheep, successful. And I yelled so loud that my son like, got right out of bed and came out thinking that our almost 13-year-old dog had died. So that was a little bit traumatic. But after I assured everyone in the house that I was indeed okay and so was everyone else, and what had actually happened that I had drawn my sheep tag. We were very excited and everybody was high-fiving. And um, I think I sent out at least 20 text messages and emails, posted it on social media, told everyone, especially in the Wyoming Outdoor Recreation Office, um, that I had the sheep tag because not only is it pretty much a -a once-in-a-lifetime tag, I had drawn it a few years earlier than what I thought I would. I think I had 22 or 23 points at the time and usually you max out at about 28 to draw that tag. So anyway, I was very excited. So uh, what did you do next? Well, at first I really thought I was going to be able to get my sheep on our own. My husband and I uh, had a friend helping us that lives in Cody that used to guide in the area. And anyway, we had spent some time up there. We did some scouting in the summer And I really felt pretty confident that we'd be able to get into them, especially after winter weather started to move in throughout the fall that usually gets the sheep moving. However, we just didn't get the sheep moving because we had a beautiful fall, which is great for some people and not so great for some of the rest of us. Anyway, um, I had contacted Jimmy Owens through Lost Creek Outfitters this summer to set up a podcast interview for Outdoor Rec. And so I talked to him then, and he also had taken my husband out on a bighorn sheep hunt. So we were familiar with Jimmy, kind of knew him a little bit. And then after the podcast, we just kind of stayed in touch. So when I decided I needed more help, we would contact him. um, And either he or Josie would get back to us and tell us places to try, you know, for hunting on our own. And then just kept saying, you know, if we can work in, we will. And it just so happened that... Uh, let's see, it would have been probably October 25th, I think it was. Got a text from Josie saying they had four days that they could take me out. It would be the 29th, 30th, or no, wait, 28th, 29th, 30th, and 31st. So I had about, I don't know, not quite 48 hours notice to get going. And I was just so blessed that it all fell into place. How did you prepare for the hunt? Let's see. Preparing for the hunt, I climbed Laramie Peak a few times this summer. 
That's a 10-mile round-trip hike. And I would definitely call that a hike because there is a pretty well-established trail there. However, just, you know, the physical endurance of doing that. Of course, you stop along the way, rest a little bit and stuff. But round-trip, it was taking about five hours or so to do the whole hike. And I was getting better at it throughout the summer. We also did a couple of other trails around there like Roaring Fork, um, Sunset Trail up here in Casper. Then I also walked the Bridal Trail quite a few times. That one I really like. There's a couple of sections that are very steep. And so I would try to focus on those areas and then go at least two more times after I decided I was tired and ready to stop. I'd try to go two more times because that's the technical part of it, going straight up and straight down. And I thought my body could really use some of that because I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Um, so that was kind of fun. I also did walk along the Platte River trails quite a bit and that's flat, but I would always wear a backpack for those things weighted down. So if you saw me on the trails with my orange and black backpack, it had about 40 pounds of fun and adventure in there. Um, I also uh, had an elliptical machine and a stationary bike that I used. And if there was one thing I didn't do enough of, I would think it would probably be that I didn't work out enough, knowing that I had to work out a lot. And I still needed more, so um, that would be something, if somebody were to do the same trip, you cannot work out too much, I don't think, because you're going to need it. Did this hunt meet your expectations? Well, I had no idea what really to expect on an on outfitted hunting trip. I remembered what they had said during the podcast and things, but those were mostly for like the elk camps and things, um, not just the bighorn sheep camp. And so I wasn't quite sure, and I knew it would involve horses. I'm not a big horsewoman. I've actually had a couple of bad experiences on horses. So I was not looking forward to that aspect of the trip. Um, but I did really try to focus on the fact that this is how it was going to need to be done. So I was a little more comfortable. They put me on a giant mule named Mandy. Um, and she was probably 15, 16 hands high. She was just one of the tallest horses I've ever seen, I guess. But truly, she was a mule. So she was very sure-footed and knew what she was doing. So I just tried to sit back and let her do what she needed to do. Um, one of the guides, Whitney, is also um, a horse wrangler, and so she gave me some tips of things to do, and I just tried to listen and trust the process. The other guides I had were Billy Joe, um, who goes by B. Joe, and he has hunted sheep in that area now for probably close to 40 years, and I was actually the 199th successful sheep harvest um, of people that he has guided and or hunted himself, so I thought that was pretty cool. Would have been fun to be number 200, but I can only get one, so I'll take that. So I was 199, so he definitely knows what he was doing. And we also had Jake, and I would consider Jake kind of the, he was our definitely our um, bear watcher. He had a pistol that he had strapped to his chest, and then he was also carrying a, a rifle. Either one, I'm sure, would do what they needed to if we needed to. Fortunately, we saw zero bears, so that was good. And Jake was also the muscle of the group. Um, yeah, he didn't. He's not a big strapping guy. He's a little bit thinner and lean, but boy, could he pack out anything we needed to! And he's just amazing. Truly, I felt as if that 
group was handpicked just for me. Divine intervention, whatever it happened to be, but it was amazing. We slept in tents. Um, the horses had a temporary setup with an electric fence. We put bells. Well, we didn't. I didn't. They did. They put bells on the horses. And so you could hear those chiming, the little bells ringing all night long, which was kind of fun because it sounded almost identical to my alarm clock. Um, at first it kept me awake. And after that, if I didn't hear them, I would wake up. It was pretty cool. Now, being on a guided bighorn sheep hunt, um, did you have a daily routine? The days were pretty similar routines. We got up every morning, had some freeze-dried meals and hot coffee. And I was not a coffee drinker before this, so I learned how to drink some coffee and actually kind of enjoyed it. We went to Glass for Sheep every morning, uh, right before or right after breakfast. We got up, or got on the horses and rode over. As soon as we saw the sheep, then we tried to make our plan of how to go out and get them. Saturday, we got blown out before we even got up there, as in the sheep had left before we got out of the trees to actually go put a stock on them. So we just ended up making a big circle. We eventually found them again, but didn't have enough daylight to go after them. Saturday, we got close, and probably about 800 yards away, we were in a different area, and they spooked. Fortunately, they went over to the first area that we had hunted on Saturday. Sunday's hunt, though, was a little more of an adventure. Getting off the horse, I had my foot stick in the stirrup. When I fell, then I fell mostly on my upper back. And prior to going on the trip, so Wednesday, I'd hurt my lower back back in Casper and went in for a little physical therapy on Thursday morning before I left. So now my lower back was hurting and my upper back. Probably within about 100 yards after falling off the stirrup then, uh, I slipped on some ice and snow and landed on my tailbone. Ice, snow, and rocks, I guess. And that was probably the worst of the pain that I felt up there. And it just started really playing, not just physically against me, but mentally. Because it, when you start to hurt, and then it hurts more, and then it hurts more, and you're in an area like that where it's just pretty unforgiving. It was it was one of the more difficult physical things I've ever done for that. But mentally, too, I had to get my brain back into where I needed to be for hunting. And Sunday night, I decided I was going to wake up in the morning, and if I felt awful, I wasn't going to hunt. And if I felt okay, I was going to try it. But then by morning, I just decided I've got one day left. I don't care if it hurts. I'm going to go out and get it done. And at least then I know I tried. Thankfully, that mindset is what got me through the one more ridge, one more ridge. I knew I could do it. It might take me some time. I might be slow. I wasn't going to give up. I wasn't going to quit. I was just slowing down a little bit. So when I actually got Seymour... Um, Seymour Ram's Bottom is what I named my sheep because I name all my big game animals. Uh, when I actually got him, it made it all worth it. But I would not have known that had I given up that morning or even the night before because I was in pain. And pretty proud of myself for sticking with that. Well, Linda, this sounds very exciting. Uh, did you learn anything from this experience? Something I learned from all of this is in that high of an elevation, and in that terrain, hydration and nutrition are keys 
to success. And after the first day of getting kind of worn down and not taking care of my hydration, I really, hydration and food, I really struggled. And I am so glad Saturday and Sunday, or Sunday and Monday, that I decided to really double down on that and take intentional steps to make sure that did not happen again. And I felt so much better those next few days because in that kind of terrain and with those kinds of physical things that you're doing, you really don't have time to have to take care of someone else. And I didn't want them taking care of me. Like I needed to just be able to take care of myself. So self-care is essential when you're up there in that kind of situation. And yeah, I thank the folks at Lost Creek Outfitters and my husband and so many other people along the way, my family, for sending me encouraging messages, which we had cell service, thank goodness. Um, it really just helped so much with my mental part of hunting. And physically, I had to overcome that too. Um, had I not been successful with my sheep hunt, I think I still would have been very satisfied with this hunt. The views were absolutely breathtaking and there's just no way in human words to describe what it's like when you get over one peak and you see around you you're surrounded by so many more peaks as far as you can see in any direction and it was the Washakie Wilderness area so that I mean it's just unbelievable so I feel very blessed I was successful see more rams bottom is Happily in my freezer. Okay, maybe not happy for him, but very happy for me. <laughs> and I am looking forward to putting in for my mountain goat and seeing if I can be successful in the biggest animals that we can hunt here in Wyoming. Well, thanks for stopping by today, Linda. And we all wish you our congratulations and uh, have a good day. Thank you, Bruce. Join us each week on Wyoming Pathway to Adventure. Your outdoor adventure awaits in Wyoming.